Today's reading comes from John 15 and 17. I am the true vine, and my father is the vine grower. He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes to make it bear more fruit. You have already been cleansed by the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me as I abide in you. Just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit, because apart from me you can do nothing. Whoever does not abide in me is thrown away like a branch and withers. Such as branches are, such branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask for whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. I have said these things to you, so that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be complete. I am not asking you to take them out of the world, but I ask you to protect them from the evil one. They do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you have sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sakes I sanctify myself, so that they also may be sanctified in truth. I ask not only on behalf of these, but also on behalf of those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one. As you, Father, are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given them, so that they may be one as we are one. I in them and you in me, that they may become completely one, so that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Kelly. You can be seated. So good morning, everyone. If you haven't met me, my name is Courtney Pearson. I'm the assistant youth director here. And as I'm talking, I'm going to invite four of our students who went on Chick with us to come up. We're going to have an opportunity today where we can hear some of their stories sort of an interview style, and I'm gonna be asking them some questions. And I just wanna say before we start that these four volunteered themselves. We didn't pull on their legs or anything. So they are excited to share with you what happened at Chick and what an amazing experience it was. So first off, why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Say your name, um, what grade you're going into, and what school you're from. I'm Patrick McCormick. Um, I'm going into my senior year of high school, and I go to Plainfield Central High School. Um, I'm Maddie Manganello. I just graduated from Downers Grove South High School, and I'll be going to Olivet Nazarene University. I'm Lauren Hodge. I'm going into my senior year at Downers Grove South High School. I'm Tatum Mitchell, and I'm going into my junior year at Downers Grove South. Great. Thanks, guys. So my first question for you guys this morning is, before we went to Chick, um, what are some of the expectations you had not knowing what was going to happen? I didn't really expect much of Chick. <laughs> um, like, I expected a lot, but I also expect a lot from, like, all of our trips. So I was like, Colby was talking it up a lot, and I was like, all right, Colby, it can't be that much better than our other <laughs> loft trips. But it really was great. Um, so 
I originally kind of thought it was going to be one of those things that you, you go to, you sing songs, you learn about Jesus, and then you go home and nothing really changes. Um, but that's not the case in this scenario. Um, it was definitely a life-changing week. I didn't even know what Chick was until Maddie called me one day and was like, do you want to go to Chick? And I was like, okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I had no idea, like, what I was going into, and I had, like, no idea it was going to be that powerful. Yeah, I had, like, zero expectations for the whole thing. Um, my older brother went to Chick and was, like, telling me it was, like, so life-changing and all of these things, but um, I just, like, had no idea what to expect and, like, didn't know what I was walking into, and I tried looking it up, but, like, no specifics were given, so. <laughs> Great. So now that you've gone and we've experienced the whole week, what are some things that surprised you once we got there? What surprised me the most was, like, the amount of, there was two things. First one was the amount of people that went. Um, like, they told us that there was going to be, like, 5,000 people, but I've never been to something that has, like, like, I don't go to concerts or anything, so I've never been to something that has, like, 5,000 people. So I was like, how big could 5,000 people be? And it's like, and then you get there, and we were at the welcome party, like, when we, for the first day, and that's where, like, everyone goes, and then there's, like, so many people there. It's just so crowded. You don't even know what to do. And then the next thing is, like, I thought it was going to be mostly about, like, trying to like build your relationship with God but it's actually like that wasn't just that like they didn't stop there it kept going with like um like how we can spread God's word and stuff like that and unite with like other communities who really need it so that really surprised me um so kind of going along with what Patrick said um I wasn't expecting like I was told that there's five there there was going to be 5,000 people but I didn't really know what that looked like um, and so the thing that, like, surprised me the most was, um, the first day at, uh, like, main stage. Um, main stage, for those of you who don't know, which most of you probably don't know what it is, um, we would, like, go there at night every single day at Chick, and, um, we would, like, sing worship songs and then, like, learn from, like, a preacher and then sing more worship songs and then, like, do small group. Um, and... As soon as, like, I walked in there and, like, we um, started, like, worshiping, like, I wanted to cry just because everyone there was just, like, so into it. And, like, it was obvious that people there loved Jesus. And to, like, see that many people there, like, for one purpose, that is Jesus Christ, was really cool to see. Yeah, mine is kind of the same. Like, I knew there was going to be a ton of people there, but, and, like, I tried to prepare myself for that, but... You don't really know what that looks like until you're actually there. And it was so cool being with people from all over the U.S. And I felt so like, like you just feel so connected to everyone there because you're all there for one reason. Something that surprised me, um, it's kind of similar, but literally like everyone there was your friend just by like default. And I'm so used to like walking by strangers and like making like the awkward eye contact and like half smile, but like... Um, I would, like, walk by people, and they would be like, hey, good morning, like, how are you? Like, so genuine and nice, so that was really cool to have, like, 5,000 friends. <laughs> yeah, it was like we had 5,000 friends. The scale was so huge, like you guys were talking about with Main Stage. The first night when we were in that big stadium with everyone, it's so crazy. Something that I shared with the group, I think, on Tuesday was it kind of hit me that um, it's 
Chick is the biggest conference for the Christian church. And so um, I noticed that this is probably the, um, the time that we'll be with the most Christians and like God loving and God seeking people until we get to heaven. And that was a very, um, that was a very humbling and beautiful moment for us to realize that together. And so it was great to be around so many other believers. Um, my next question for you guys is what was your favorite part? It can be something fun, something serious. Um, there can be more than one, but what was something that you totally loved? So my favorite part was it rained like three days in a row. And not, well, like first of all, it was super hot. So the rain felt kind of nice. But then afterwards it was terrible because it was super humid then. But it was good while it lasted. But also, like every time, it was during our free time, so we'd go to lunch and then you'd get like five hours of free time and there's like different things you can go and do or you don't have to. And so it would always rain during free time and we always wanted to go like play spike ball or something and every single day it would like rain on us and they'd kick us off the field and it would like force us all into like hanging out with each other basically and it <laughs> and I mean we were gonna hang out with each other but doing just random things and hanging out in the rain and it was just created like the best moments um yeah the dance parties were pretty lit um uh my favorite part was Tuesday night um which was like the second full day that we were there um that was the day where this like woman I forgot her name came um Megan, um, and just, like, talked about how, like, out of all the other religions, like, Christianity is the only one that, like, we don't have to strive, like, for perfection and, like, goodness, and, and like, uh, all the other religions, you have to, like, climb up this ladder of goodness to, like, get somewhere, whereas in Christianity, Jesus comes down from that ladder to meet us where we are, um, and so I just, like, thought that was really cool, and that, um, I don't know, like, changed my perspective of, like, who Jesus is and what it means to be a Christian. Um, that was also the night where we gained four more members into our family um, from the loft, and that just, like, kind of made me bawl my eyes out. And um, they, like, asked everyone to, like, stand up if they decided to, like, commit themselves to Christ. And so many people in the stadium committed themselves to Christ. And it was just, it, like, reaffirmed my faith so much to be able to see that and know that like that wasn't just a feeling that was the truth um my second favorite thing was like me and my friend maddie were like the only girl team in spike ball and we beat a bunch of boys so that was pretty awesome uh, yeah my favorite part was just worshiping in general and i've never felt like that much love coming from Jesus before and it was like such a powerful thing and I'm sure like we all felt it as well. My favorite part was probably base camps and that was when um, you like went to a different thing and like learned about it and like learned about how God took part in that and it was like a really hands-on thing and there was one where you took like a personality quiz and like learned about like the factors in your personality and how that contributed to your peace in God's family. Um, and then there was one where the room was split up into four quadrants and one was the good things in your life, one was the broken things, one was how God takes part and the other one was like your mission that God is setting you on. And my favorite part was probably the broken part because I'm, like, not a super open person. Like, when things get touchy-feely, I kind of, like, check out a little bit. Um, 
so we got in a group and talked about it, and I think it was like six or seven people, and I really opened up about what I felt was going wrong in my life and what was broken, and that felt really good to talk about it with people, and I felt stronger in my faith after that, knowing that I had people supporting me. Awesome. So my next question for you guys, you've talked about it a little bit, but I want to go into more detail. Where did you see God this week? Where did God show up, whether in your life or the lives of others? But let's point out some places that God was definitely present. So where I saw God the most over this week was definitely during, like, the sermons that the speakers would give at main stage because I think every single one of them had something in it that I could apply to my life and, like, something that I needed to change. And, but really, like, what really struck me was on the second night, the one that Maddie was talking about with the lady, she talked about, like, how we distract ourselves. She gave, like, a visual, like, there's kids running up and down a hill, and, like, people are telling them, like, run back up the hill and run back down the hill, and, like, Jesus is there, and he's like, just stop. You don't need to distract yourself. You're distracting yourself from me. And so... I feel like that like applied to my life because I've been very distracted from God. So I think that was more of like a wake up call. Like I need to make some changes in my life. So that's where I saw God. Um, where I saw God throughout the week was um, actually the third full day. Um, so I have been like pretty stuck in my faith, like going into this experience um, because like and I've had times in my life where I did not feel God um, in my life, and, and yeah. Um, and, like, the second night, I felt an overwhelming sense of God and just, like, was crying, like, nonstop. Like, it was embarrassing. It was ugly. And, uh, and then, like, I go from that to the third day where, or, uh, no, it's the fourth day. That, okay, whatever. Um, the third day, I went from, like, this amazing experience to, like, still feeling God, but not as much as I had the night before. And I was almost angry with him. I was like, why do I feel you one day and not the other? Like, why aren't you with me like this all the time? Um, because, like, when God is not with me, I feel, like, this doubt, doubtfulness towards, like, who he is and if he even exists sometimes. Um, and, you know, that's tough. And um, so I just prayed about it. The whole third night I prayed about it and, you know, like, wrote it down. And then the next day during the, the base camp where we had, like, the four quadrants or whatever, um, I don't know how the conversation started, but Emma Stapleton, shout out, um, she started, like, talking about how you don't always have to feel God to know he's there because if you have faith just based on feeling, that's weak because feeling can be very, um, like, yeah, week, I guess, um, because it could go from, you could go from, like, feeling him all the time to not feeling him, and when you don't feel him, then you have, like, risk of, like, you know, not believing in him, um, so I think, like, God does that for a purpose, and that's what she talked about, is to, like, develop a stronger sense of God and faith in God through that, and not just, you know, love him because you feel him all the time, um, because if you think about, about it, like, as a brother or sister, you know, you love your brother some days, but other days you want to, like, kill him, right? Um, and that's not, well, not necessarily how it is with Jesus, but, um, <laughs> no, just kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so, like, some days you love him and, like, and you love God, but then there's other days where you're angry with God, you know? Um, and 
like this is kind of like that situation, but like in the end, you will always love your brother just like how you always love Jesus. I do not want to kill Jesus. I just <laughs> want to make that clear. Um, yeah, so um, that was like one of the things I took away. And like it's like really redeveloped how I view Christianity and Jesus and made my love stronger for him. And I was just able to worship where I was. Like, I didn't have to be crying all the time to, to love Jesus, you know, because that's unrealistic. Um, so that was just really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, like Maddie, I was kind of, I was really stuck in my faith before going to Chick. And I would, like, look at other people worshiping that were crying. And, like, if I wasn't crying, I felt like something was wrong with me but realizing, like, we're not worshiping to cry or, like, anything like that. We're worshiping to praise God. So that was really cool to hear. And then another time that I felt God was, because I'm going into my senior year, I need to start looking at colleges and, like, realizing kind of what I want to do with my life. And um, growing up, I've wanted to be a vet tech, which is, like, a nurse for animals. And I've always wanted to be that, and I haven't really been open to anything else until recently. And I feel like God was telling me to be a pediatric nurse, and I wasn't really open to it because it's kind of scary to think of doing something else that I'm not familiar with. But one of the sermons one night, um, they were talking about how doing something that God wants you to do isn't necessarily going to be easy, and it's going to be uncomfortable, but in the end, if it's what God wants you to do, you need to, like, pursue that because he knows what's best for you. So that really put me more at ease with what I, like, want to do, and that was really cool. Um, ever since I, like, started high school, I was always so worried about what other people thought of me and all their good opinions and validations, and I based myself and, like, my own stability and, like, my self-esteem on what other people thought and what other people said of me and um, I was always second guessing what I was doing or what I said like I used to literally like rehearse what I was going to say in my head like five times before I said it to someone it was horrible like I was just so stuck in like this feeling that like I was never good enough for anyone or like anything I was doing um, but then at Chick one of the speakers was talking about how your cup is already filled with God's love and you don't have to be a perfect human for him to love you and you don't have to like be like the perfect epitome of a Christian and he like meets you where you're at. Um, so that was really cool to feel loved without having someone say it to me and like just knowing that God loves me. Great guys, I have one more question. Um, God was definitely present and a lot of the things we were talking about throughout the week were about our mission, the mission that God gives us and so my final question for you guys is, now that we're back, what do you think is the message that you're leaving Chick with? Like, what was the reason that God sent you, and what would you have to say now that it's over? Um, on the second night, I was one of the people who stood up uh, to commit themselves to God. And so, <laughs> thank you. The message that I went home with that night was like I think that God sent me to check to realize that and to renew a relationship because I feel like I've been moving so far away and the message that I went home with was that it's like it's never too late to renew your relationship with God and you're never in it alone either because 
when we all stood up, you could like look around the whole stadium. And there was just so many people standing up, and it just felt really nice. So that's what I went home with. Um, I went home with a lot. Um, the one of the main takeaways I got was like this pastor, uh, Robert Madu, I think maybe. Um, so many. Um, he talked about like the water in the wilderness, um, and like that's like a big part of Christianity. Like the water represents like baptism and like the peak of your Christian life, you know, like when you're on that Jesus high and you can't stop talking about him or thinking about him. And then the wilderness represents like the trials and tribulations of life. Um, and I think a lot of the time Christians have this like false sense of um, like, I don't know, that being a Christian is super easy, um, which is not. Um, and so, like, hearing that it's okay to be in these, like, wilderness points of your life and to have doubts and to have all of those feelings, um, but to just rely on God through all that, um, that was, like, a big takeaway I got from it. Um, also, like, I was a Christian going into this, um, but my love for Jesus Christ has increased exponentially. Um, like, I loved him before just because I had to as a Christian, you know, and I would say I love Jesus, but I never really felt that in my heart. But seeing what he's done in the lives of Patrick and, and um, the other members of the loft um, just, like, made me see how good he is. Um, and I think a lot of times we forget that. Um, like, I just came home as a different person. Um, I was telling the last group this uh, I was walking through Meyer and literally saying hi to everyone. <laughs> and I said, like, God bless you to, like, three different people, which I've never done that in my entire life. Um, and then also, like, I felt a very large sense of, like, emotion. Um, like, I wanted to help everyone. Like, I had this, like, anger for injustice that I've never had before. Um, and it was just, like, my, my soul was ignited with Jesus. And, like, I... And not saying this just because I'm talking in front of a church, but, like, my life has changed in this trip. Um, and if any of you kids have a chance to go, please go. Um, and then one last thing, I'm talking a lot. Um, so I want to thank you, like, thank this church, um, because my father had lost his job um, going into this trip, and I wasn't able to, like, afford um, going here. Um, but because of you guys, I was able to get financial assistance and um, and grow in my life with Jesus, so I just want to thank you for that. Yeah, so going into Chick, like I said, I was, like, really stuck in my faith. Like, I would go to church and, like, pray every night and try to read the Bible every day, but I didn't really know what to do with, like, that information, or, like, I didn't really know what to do after that, if that makes sense. And I didn't really feel like I could make an impact. And the last <coughs> sermon, I forgot his name. I don't know his name, I'm sorry. But <laughs> um, he was talking about how we can, we are all lights. We can all be a light in this like dark world. And I feel like leaving Chick, I realized that I like can make an impact and I can be a light to others that don't know Jesus and help them, like, like bring them to Jesus. Um, I left Chick with a lot of things and a lot of lessons I learned, but one of the main things was the last speaker, again, I don't know his name either, um, 
he was talking about how when you're on a retreat or you're at church, you're not just in your feelings, like, um, like salvation, like, isn't a feeling and, like, being a Christian isn't just something you are sometimes or, like, partially, um, like, you're all in all the time. And kind of like what one of them was talking about earlier, like, you don't have to feel God all the time for him to be there. And for a while, it was hard for me to see God in, like, the little things and everywhere I was. I felt like I only felt God when I was here or when I was on a retreat. So it's been a lot easier for me to walk around and, like, be more joyful in what I was doing because I know that God's always there. So that's what I left with mainly. Thank you, Tatum and Lauren and Maddie and Patrick. I would just close by saying that there is no way that we could possibly explain everything and how amazing it was and how Christ-filled our week was. So you should definitely, if you have more questions or you want to hear more, pull one of these guys aside, any of our youth here today, and ask them and talk to them about it because it was an amazing week, and we would love to talk about it. So thanks, guys. Yeah, I don't really have to say a whole lot because they've said pretty much everything and better than I'll probably say it. I do want to say a few things to kind of wrap things together um, and just uh, encourage you guys. I hope you guys are encouraged by what God has done in the lives of our students. Um, the theme of the week, as we've said already, uh, was unite. Um, and I want to say a little bit about that because I think that um, what I love about having multiple students up here and, uh, you know, we had uh, thir 31, uh, I think we had about 41 students total between the churches that we partnered with and uh, our church that went there. And what I loved about it was that it was, uh, there was unity within that, but there's diversity. And that, I think that we have that, we, we sort of get the sense in faith um, where uh, looking like a Christian, being a Christian looks a certain way. It uh, means this or that, or um, if I'm going to commit my life to Jesus, it looks a certain way. Um, but what I love about uh, gatherings like that and what I love about hearing about those students is that we all come to God in our difference, and that's where we find unity. That's where we really come together in Jesus. And um, I spent a lot of time thinking about Chick beforehand, um, and this is the logo that we had, and I think that this logo is really cool, and I want to share a little bit about it also because I spent a lot of time um, on this. But in the, in the months leading up to Chick, I was uh, in charge of making these large letters, and uh, these large letters um, were kind of a prayer wall and a time and a place for people to put their names throughout the week. Um, but one of the things that's really neat about it is that each of those letters um, comes together to form um, the logo that we had for the week. Each of those letters in their uniqueness, each of those letters in the way that they are made comes together to form um, what is uh, a different thing, a different logo. Um, and um, there was a one time at the week, uh, my phone's not working right now. Can you put the picture where you can like look through them? So we set them up. This, there's a bunch of people in front. Of, there's another one too um, where you can see. So if you're far enough away from those things and you're looking through them, they create something different than the thing in their uh, individuality. The individuality is important and bringing them together is important because that's where true unity is. Um, and so that's one of the things that I just want to, that I take away from the week is that I look at the students and I look at the way that they stood up, the way that they committed their life um, to next steps of faith, to further steps of faith in uniqueness. Not everyone 
saying, like, I ha- like, I'm on fire for Jesus. Some people saying, I really don't know where I am with God, but I've asked some questions this week that I've never asked before. That's part of that work as well. Um, and so that's one of the things that I want to say is that in our diversity, in our uniqueness, that's where true unity comes in finding um, the way that God has created us individually. That's where um, we come together. And the second thing that I want to say, and this is not going to be surprising to you at all, but a lot of times we think about students and we think about kids um, in the church. We think about them and we say, we use the, the language, they're the future of the church. And what I hope you see from today and the things that they have shared is that they are not the future of the church, they are the church. Right here and right now, they are the leaders of the church. And so our job as adults, our our job as parents, our job as people who love them is to let them find that and let them do that um, and, and encourage them in that because right here and now, they are the church. Right here and now, they are the leaders of the church. And so what do we do and how do we as adults and people who love them, how do we come alongside them and encourage them in that uniqueness, and in that way, find our uniqueness so that together we can be the church, the larger church together. So um, so thank you for uh, listening to our students' stories. I hope that you're encouraged. I hope that uh, in hearing from them, you're encouraged to um, find your own unique place within that body of Christ. And please, um, there's all students. If you, if you went to Chick, raise your hand just so people know who to find somewhere. So find one of those people, please and um, ask them about the week because that's what we have our gathering time for.